It's Pandarin Talk. Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows that it's Pandarin Talk. Pandarin Talk. Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows that it's Pandarin Talk. And welcome back to another episode of the Pandarin Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Mask. And with me, as always, a man who will jump into the octagon ring and punch your opponent in the face for you. Sean Dangler. Sean, what's up? No. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I mean, oh, I mean, I guess I was thinking if I was the guy who punched cheap shot at Conor McGregor after the fight, then I wouldn't do that. But if you needed me to jump in during the fight and you're losing badly and you need me to punch someone, I'd definitely do it. Fair enough. I'll take that, Sean. Yeah, I'll take that's that. it. I don't know. That, that was crazy. I didn't watch the whole. I literally the only thing I saw of the fight was the after the fight. Um, it was one of the craziest moments I've ever witnessed as a sports fan. Yeah. Um, I guess before we dive too deep into this, um, <laughs> I just we should, we should probably elaborate a little bit. Um, so Sean, I went on a trip. Ooh, last weekend. Titillate. Um, <laughs> And as as you asked me, like a customs person, business or pleasure? It, um, yes. Is that what was, they say at customs? <laughs> in the movies. All right, in the movies. All right. Oh, uh, well, you asked me in person or like in real life, so I was a little taken back by it. What? Um, How is that taken back? That's like the easiest way to ask. Were you there? You were just been in China for work, so I assumed it could have been something you had to go to Seattle for. You know, it's more just you called it like for pleasure, like okay, pleasure. No real, weird, no but real. What's what's the word? Yeah, what do you, what am I supposed to say? For fun. For fun. Okay, that makes it sound pleasure does make it <laughs> feel like gives it a little creepier connotation. Yeah, like as in like you're like winking at me like for pleasure. For wink, pleasure, wink. you're gonna go to all the sexy places, Jordan, like that. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I but, get uh, it. So, yes, I went for fun um, right. and had a very interesting weekend um, that I think we can elaborate a little bit further on. So uh, one of the big things I did out there was I went to a bar for a UFC fight, which I've um, never done. Have you ever done that before, Sean? I have, actually, uh, kind of. I went to the Ballpark Village down in St. Louis. Um, I believe it was we were down there for the Missouri Valley Basketball Conference tournament. And basically, the Ballpark Village is a mall of bars, essentially. And then there's like a big middle area where you can um, there's like a big screen and a bunch of TVs. Uh, the Kansas City Power and Light District how that's how that's set up it's like the same thing but it's all enclosed in st louis and we actually watched uh there's a i think it was the mcgregor nate diaz fight when he first lost to mcgregor lost to okay. nate diaz i saw that that was a great ass moment and that night i believe was also when was ronda rousey rousey's first loss too i, I oh, feel yeah. like it was yep because i remember that was crazy um so there's just like a huge ass fucking LED wall with it showing it and um, everyone like kind of watching it. It was a cool experience. Yeah, I, it's definitely much more different than you would expect, I guess, because the yeah. only other time I've ever like gone to any of these things was when uh, Mayweather fought Pacquiao in a boxing match. Yeah, um, and we went, we went to some guy's apartment and watched it. And it wasn't really like no one was really into the fight. Like people were just there kind of watching it, hanging out. This like people were into this card like yeah. all the way. I believe that. Um, so when you went to the Diaz McGregor fight, were there like sides? Like was there like a group of people on McGregor's side and a group of people on Diaz's side? I would think so. Uh, I was, I don't remember if I really was rooting for anyone. I just was interested in it. But yeah, there are definitely like fans of each fighter. Okay. Um, so for this one, the whole bar, the only thing they were there for was to watch these fights. So like there was no people like hanging out, just happened to be at the bar. Everyone was watching these fights, going crazy for them. So when McGregor and Khabib came out, like when McGregor came out, there were people in the bar chanting. Oh, like, okay. I don't know. Doing if his like, like that. <laughs> yeah, it was like people doing that and then like 
when Khabib came out, like people were like yelling his name and stuff like that. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, so the fight's going on, you know, and everyone's like yelling at it, yada yada, um, going crazy every time there's a punch landed or like someone gets taken down. Um, and for like a lot of the match being Khabib like taking McGregor down and like riding him pretty much, there was a uh, still a lot of energy in the room. And then when he finally won, the place just erupts. Like, you can't hear a thing they're saying on the TV or anything like that. Yeah. And the madness happens. And, like, it erupts even more because people are, like, he jumped, it shows him jumping out of the ring, going after some guy. And, like, I'm guessing in the uh, announcing, they were, like, kind of describing what was going on. But because, like, we're in this bar and people are going crazy, you can't hear a thing. Yeah. So, like, the mystery is, like, what what just happened? And then you see, like, you sort of see these guys, like, run in the ring and punch McGregor, but, like, you can't be sure if that's what happened. Mm. It was crazy. <laughs> Thinking about that, you should have had a recorder along and done a live podcast in the in the bar during that. <laughs> you want to know what it would have sounded like? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty cool though. Um, that'd be a fun experience. Yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. My friend I was with almost got punched by a random lady coming out of the bathroom. On purpose or like how, why? It, we went to the bathroom. Like I went in first, he was like finishing his drink. So he like followed me a little bit. And then I walk out, I'm kind of standing waiting for him. I see him walking out. So I'm like going to go meet him and we're going to leave to meet his uncle who uh we were staying with shout out to uh jeff and steve by the way i think they're probably listening um so we're walking to the bar and i just see this lady come up and like like fake like go to fake punch my friend for like no reason and like he just kind of like he like didn't really flinch but he kind of was like what the what are you doing? <laughs> yeah um and like she's like sorry i just wanted to see if you would flinch and what like, yeah, and he's just like, he like get, he's like, what? That's exactly what he did. That's and, weird. Uh, yeah, and then she like started like trying to hit on him, and he's like, yeah, we're not doing this. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth going down the path at that point. It's like you just fake punched me for some weird ass reason. She was plastered. Um. Yeah. Makes sense. Only so, uh, a drunk person would think fake punching someone and then immediately hitting on them is a good idea. Yeah. And I like, I kind of like wiggled my way in between them and like slowly tried moving him away from her. Yeah. Cause I'm like, this isn't a good situation. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's uh that sounds fun. I mean, I, I, like I've always thought about like uh, that, whether maybe not specifically UFC, but other sports, uh, I think like that would be fun. I'm always scared of just people being nuts and just like a random stupid shit happening. Uh, and I don't want to be in the thick of it. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a thought that crossed my mind with their like being distinct sides. Like if people were really into McGregor or yeah. really into Khabib, like, that they would like start fighting other people in the bar. Um, Cause I'm sure that happens somewhere, you know? Oh yeah. I would think so. I, I, uh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't, I did not watch any of that fight. Like I said, um, but I definitely saw like the aftermath, which is, it's insane. Um, like I get it. I, I was reading kind of about it and like McGregor says some awful stuff about Khabib and that. So it's like, I don't really care that he did that. <laughs> like it just, the thing is, I think I've had enough of Conor McGregor. And so it only feeds to Conor McGregor more. It like helps his, I don't know, his aura, aura out more because it wasn't about him getting destroyed by Khabib. And now it's about Khabib just picking fights outside of the fight. Yeah. Well, like I was reading some article too. They described yeah. it as, like, in wrestling terms, the perfect double turn. Like, for those of you who don't really li- or listen or know a lot about wrestling, a turn is when, like, a bad guy turns into a good guy yeah. or vice versa. A double turn is where you get the bad guy and the good guy to swap places in the fight. Yeah. And that's what happened here. Like, you went in and, like, Khabib was a good guy. Connor yeah. was a bad guy. You leave, like, 
Connor's the one who got cheap shotted. He's now the good guy. Yeah. Like he got cheap shotted after he lost. And Khabib won and went outside the ring to fight somebody. Like he's now the bad guy. Yeah. I don't know. That's uh it makes sense. And I, uh they're definitely as much as the UFC says it's oh that, that was bad, he jumped out of the ring. That's like the greatest promotion they could get. And I'm pretty sure they're probably not in a way happy, happy that happened, but I'm sure Dana White's grinning about it. Oh yeah. They're definitely like because that's yeah, going to be shown doors. all the time at their rematch. <laughs> oh, yeah. Behind closed doors, they're like high fiving. Like that went, couldn't have went better. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of rematch, do you think it's an immediate rematch? Because they're both suspended now, I think. Yeah. I mean, I bet it happens within the next year, would be my guess. Me too. You mean like, are they, they, I would, I don't think they'll fight. I feel like they wouldn't fight anyone else in between. Like they won't. The, it'll just be them again. Do you think they strip Khabib of the title and then make them fight to then fight the title holder? Because that's what, I bet that's what happens in my opinion. Oh really? Yeah, I bet the. So like Tony Ferguson was like another number one contender. Yeah, he fought fought on the same card. I bet he fights somebody for the title because they strip Khabib. I bet. And then Connor and Khabib got to fight again, and the winner will fight the champion. Oh, I guess that gives you. Uh, obviously, that gives you more ground. So I guess from a storyline point, that makes better sense. I would just give let Khabib have the title because I'm on Khabib's side of jumping out of the ring. Honestly, <laughs> like that guy was being a piece of crap to him. Who cares? Let him fight. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm definitely understanding. Like, yeah. Connor said some horrible things and yeah. he deserved to get his ass kicked for it. And like all that crap, but it's a totally different thing when you jump outside the ring, then it just turns into like an assault. Eh. I don't care if you're going after another UFC fighter. That's still like, it'd be the same if he went after someone in the street. Well, no, that's not the same thing. Here's in the heat of emotions and all that. There's a, it's different for me. It's not like he's walking down the street and he's like, Oh man. There's Mc, there's McGregor's buddy. Time to get him. That's essentially what he did. I don't believe it. I, he's not in that state of mind when he's walking down the street, probably eating a nice ice cream cone or something. You can't. That doesn't matter what kind of state of mind he's in. He's still like. I I will die on this hill. I solely believe that. Uh, I, I disagree. <laughs> I. I you know I why, think that is you, know why I believe, you know why I believe this is because there is a video on YouTube of Khabib fighting a bear when he's a child. <laughs> oh yeah, the dude is scary as hell and yeah, like you said he fought a bear. So That is I mean a cub, I we should say it wasn't like a a, a real like a grown bear, but like he was a child and it's just bananas that existed. Yeah, cool. I don't I don't want to fight a cub bear and I'm a grown man. I, I told that to my wife, and she was, was like, c- very concerned about that happening. <laughs> like, for the, for the animal, and for the kid, and, like, for the dad being a bad parent. And I that never went through my mind. I was just like, this is fucking great. <laughs> yeah, that might say something about us, where we, uh, yeah, don't think about, like, why is this child fighting a bear? We're just like, that is awesome. Well, yeah. Would I like wrap up a bear and have my kid fight it? No, but like, obviously he did. And it happened a long time ago and he's alive. So like, it's more just impressive than anything. <laughs> I'm sure Khabib has that bear somewhere like as a rug. Yeah. He's crazy know. like that. But will I watch the next fight? Probably not. <laughs> I'll watch the aftermath. I don't like, I I just, I don't know. I, unless like I'm in the area. One time I watched the UFC fight from, I feel like it was another McGregor fight. I probably was Nate Diaz or something. I watched it on the streets on court Avenue, like outside of a bar, basically. <laughs> Cause was, was it raining too? Was it raining too? And you just like, didn't want to go inside. No, I, that was the case. It was cover. I don't want to pay the cover. So I was like, I'll just stand out here and watch your TV from the street. Well, see, that was the thing about this place is we only had to pay $10 cover. Yeah. Um. So it worked. But 
I've heard of some people paying like twenty five to fifty bucks a fight. It's That's like just crazy. buy the pay per view then. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. Uh, what what else do you do up there in old Seattle? Which it, actually, no, I'll I'll ask you at the end. So what do you, what else did you what else did next you do? same night? So we got out of that fight about eleven thirty. That okay. We went to some place called the Can Can. Oh, which, uh, was this a burlesque um, show? <laughs> it's exactly what it was. Really? Yep. Oh man, I called it. <laughs> Which is funny that you mentioned pleasure because that's that what came to mind when oh, okay. you said that. So, like I said, I went with a friend and it was his birthday this weekend. So we went to stay with his uncle and they're like, Jordan Kyle, you got to go to this place. Yeah. So they took, they took us there and it's their midnight show. Oh, which boy. Is like, on their website, it says like anything can happen show. <laughs> which right oh, there, yeah. you're, just like, you're just like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. Um so we go there and it's like underground, like you gotta walk through this tunnel, like Oh, this is fucking great. <laughs> it's and you like walk in, it's like this old timey like brick like underground building with like an old timey bar. Yeah. Um it's dark. It looks like something out of like an old like British horror movie. Yeah. Um you go in and Guess what the theme was, Sean? Fight night? <laughs> Zombie cheerleaders. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was. And it was uh it was actually pretty good. Um, really? It was so the MC of it was actually really funny. Um yeah. and it like wasn't it was really like lighthearted, like not what I would usually expect from something like that. Yeah. No, but, I think they usually, I don't know, I, I can't, I don't think I've been to a burlesque show, but I've been stuff kind of similar, I feel like, and I feel like they just try to make it a good time. Yeah, and it's like, me never being to one of those, it's, you almost wonder, like, how, like, dirty it is, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Um, but it was kind of classy, like, they classed it up a little bit. Classed um, it up as zombie cheerleaders. Sort of. Um, <laughs> um, but it was a good time. Um, they brought this one guy on stage who you would expect, like, oh, I'm trying to think of a guy who, it's kind of like a Colby Harms type guy. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, had him, like, co MC the show almost. Really? And kind of. He would just come up and the MC would be, like, he'd, like, ask him to do stuff or say stuff. And he, the dude was all in. And it was oh, like, that's good. They're like, so why are you here? And he's like, first date. We're like, what? Oh, that's great. Who brings a first date to that? That is that is quite the first date is to go to a burlesque show. Can you imagine like so let's say like you took Kim there for your first date? Yeah. How would that have went? Uh very weird, I feel like. It'd be I mean it's it'd both get you out of your comfort zones, but at the same time, like to be like feel like to offer be like hey let's go to a burlesque show for first date would be something weird to say yeah it that was probably the weirdest one there was like a bachelorette party some birthdays but yeah the first date and there's like ballsy ballsy <laughs> it's it's bold yeah um trying to think of funny other stuff that happened um the show itself was you know okay like it's kind of what you would expect from the show. Yeah. Um, have like fancy. Was it like um, an hour long then? Yeah, it was an hour long, and it actually flew by. Like you expect, like an hour to kind of like drag. Yeah. But it really didn't. It went by pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, it was probably only like six, six scenes, maybe. So. Oh, yeah, I don't. Think, I don't think I've ever been to a burlesque show. I never had, and uh, when they asked if we wanted to go, I was a little hesitant, but, you know, if you're on a trip, try something different. Yeah. So, would you go again? To there? Uh, <laughs> to bur- the Burlash show? Probably yeah. not. Oh, no. Jordan. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe so, it, I'm not going by myself. It's not like I was <laughs> like, oh, 
Yeah, no, I get that. It's um, definitely a group activity thing. Yeah, the right group, definitely. Um, yeah. The weirdest thing, though, so we're sitting there, and like, so everyone's in their groups, you know, and there's this lady sitting behind us. Yeah. And she's by herself. And like, she's like half drinking her drink, like, has like some stuff there, like, to make her look busy. And I just turned to everybody, I'm like, this lady's definitely a plant. Like, she's definitely part of the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like calling it the whole sh- whole show. I'm like telling everybody at my table, like this chick behind me, she's a plant. Like she's definitely part of the show. Um, the whole show, I'm like looking at her from the side of my eyes, like, all right, when's she getting involved? When's she getting involved? She didn't get involved. Oh, Jordan. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, who comes to that thing alone? I yeah, I don't know. I mean, people enjoy that, I guess. But yeah, I feel like it's a group activity, and it's not something that you should just be like you know what i'm not gonna stay in and watch netflix tonight i'm gonna go to a burlesque show i guess, I guess there's yeah people out there who will say that i don't is there even some around sean in our area uh i think if you found i've heard of him i know like when i was at you and i there was like a burlesque show that was put on like every semester and i don't remember if that was a community or if that was a student like thing um hmm. But I definitely remember that. They're actually, actually, I will say, uh, tonight at Java Joe's, which this probably, probably most people wouldn't listen to this at this point, but at Java Joe's, or no, at Vaudeville Muse in Des Moines, there's a burlesque comedy show. So it's stand-ups and burlesque dancers. I, it, it'll be something. I, it's not, I'm not producing it. It's just a friends of the friends I know from the comedy scene putting it on but yeah so obviously there's burlesque dancers i'm not sure like any consistent shows i couldn't tell you where i think well that might be drag shows i was thinking the the um the gay club in des moines one of them at least has drag shows like every weekend but i don't know if they do not nice, uh, i was thinking of those two yeah so i don't um, I, see, that's where i assume the burlesque shows would be but i could be entirely wrong on that yeah it, it's just like I said, it was an experience I never thought I would experience. Yeah. And it was fun. I That's had a good time. I think everyone we went with had a great time. Um, afterwards, we went and took a picture with this pig. And this lady was, like, so drunk she couldn't get off the pig. So, like, she's in the background of our pictures petting this pig, just, like, smoking a cig on this pig. Is this, like, a statue of a pig? Yeah, I think there's something, like, representing either, like, the square or, like, historical uh, but like the people we went with they're like oh you, you got to go pet the pig like get a picture with the pig yeah and yeah there's this drunk lady like she was not getting off this pig <laughs> so she's just like in my friend's picture she's like woo, and then yeah. in mine she's just like taking a huge drag of her cigarette that's great fun time drunk people are the best oh they're the best um and speaking of drunk people we went to the rams and seahawks game next and oh. there was quite a few drunk people there baby rams seahawks good game though it was too close man way well, too for, close yeah for a rams fan it wouldn't be that good but it's a good game as a, just a normal spectator yeah it it was awesome um was, one thing was, to say about century yeah go on sorry um century Link field the hype is real really yeah it's definitely loud it's definitely like they get after it all game. Ah, I was going to ask that. Is that uh, the 12th man was real there? Like, it was probably uh, the first quarter, and they, like, you know, obviously the first quarter, they're always loud. Um, yeah. But they're, like, getting loud, and, like, they have, like, these lights that are kind of flashing, like, above the field, so, like, it wouldn't affect the players. But, like, yeah. in the crowd, you're like, oh, wow. And it, like, felt like the stadium was, like, rocking. That's cool. It was a. Uh, at one point, there was a guy behind me, funneling his like yell right into my ear. Oh, like on I'm purpose. Like, you were wearing your Ram stuff, so I was. So I was wearing. So I was wearing a shirt, but I had a coat on because it was rainy. Yeah, so you couldn't really see the shirt very well, but I was wearing a Ram stocking cap that was very obvious. Yeah. Um, and my friend was wearing a a jersey and cap of rams so we were really obviously rams fans okay um we would like we would like get up and like cheer and high five when they scored touchdowns <laughs> and everybody else was sitting 
Was there so were there many Rams fans there? Um, no. Like we saw like probably like twenty of them, but in oh, yeah. the grand scheme of like sixty thousand, no. Okay. Um. Was it a, so? It was a packed yeah. stadium then? Yeah, it was. It was a uh, really packed. Um, you like never saw any like seats that were like empty, which right. was really good. That's good. Um, but it was really fun. We got a box seat or not box seats, club seats, which I'd never had before. What does that mean? Um, pretty much like so. There's general like seats. Yeah. And then club seats are like the next level up and you get like a special like area you can go into and like buy concession stands. And oh, stuff. look at you fancy schmancy. Don't want to leave the old uh the old poor people. No, I don't mess with those peasants down in general admission. <laughs> um but no, again shout out to Jeff and Steve for getting us those tickets. Um so it also rained the whole game and we had like a roof over us, which oh, was really nice. nice. Um but it was a it was great like at one point though like the rams were not playing well i had to like get up and like go walk around i like couldn't sit out there and watch the game yeah i was getting too into it that's cool (laughs) (laughs) sorry that's all i had had. that sounds like a super fun time i mean it was an entertaining game so like that's good it was I was a little afraid leaving that someone was going to like altercate with us, I guess. Altercate with you. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's an actual word, but uh, there's altercation. It could be altercate, but I've never heard someone use it in that uh, in that frame of reference or whatever. I, I was afraid someone was going to try to fight us. Let's, we'll come just on, say, like, bro. come on, bro. You want to altercate? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, me altercate outside now let's let's i'll meet you out by the flag at three and then we're gonna altercate but because like you know it's a close game like the rams like have a ballsy move to go for it on fourth down like people are pissed and i'm like we're wearing ram stuff like we're not huge guys so like i can see someone trying to try to pick a fight with us yeah that was Um, a ballsy play that's the one play i think i saw of the entire game was that they went for it so, fun fact, I didn't want him to go for it. I said punt it. Oh, Jordan, man. You got to be ballsy. Well, here's the thing. Your defense is playing okay. Not really. They, they're playing average, if that. But they have the best punter in the league. Like, pin him in the 10-yard line and make him drive the field in a minute. No way. Rip their throat out. Don't give Russell Hustle Bustle Wilson a chance. It, it's probably for the best because that's what would have happened. He would have bombed a ball to like the 40 and then they would have got it but the thing is if you don't get it they're gonna win because then they have a field goal with they have like a 40 yard field goal right there yeah um but there's a reason i'm not a coach and sean McVay is so yeah. um they're still undefeated it was awesome some random guys we were leaving like came up and like gave me like a side hug that i didn't know were they rams fans yeah, like, this guy and his son, like, popped out of nowhere, and, like, the one guy, like, patted my friend on the shoulder and was like, man, that was awesome. And his son, like, came up and, like, gave me, like, a side hug. I was like, that was crazy, dude. Like, Best yeah, buds. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're now best friends, apparently. Um, <laughs> Did that just make us best friends? <laughs> I should have said that. Yeah. Um, and then there's some dude ahead of us just, like, smoking a joint walk in a Rams jersey just like like flaunting it like as he's walking around like Rams win like smoking his joint nice. Rams win it was awesome that's good um, so your Rams are still undefeated then right they are one of two teams um, the Chiefs somehow they've there. fallen behind the Chiefs in that power ranking though to a lot of people I don't know why. They've scored about the same amount of points, and the Rams have given up far less as many points. Yeah, I I don't understand. I think people like got used to the Chiefs allowing so many points, but yeah. since the Rams have allowed a lot of points these last two weeks and not the first three, people are like, oh, the Rams' defense, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, why Why do you think they've lost so many – or they've given up so many points recently? 
Um, I mean, one of them is the Chargers. I think the Chargers are really good. Is yeah. one of them. Um, the Seahawks. I think it was just they didn't play very well. Um, yeah. They allowed some big chunk plays that shouldn't happen. Um, they got gashed in the run game, which isn't surprising because the past two years their run defense has been very average. So. Oh yeah. I don't know. I mean, they're still missing a keep to leave. Marcus Peters isn't a hundred percent. Yeah. And you know when those are your two best corners, it's gonna hurt you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I had heard the the yeah, other corners is kind of the reason they haven't done this well because their best corners aren't playing that much. Or yeah, as much. It's, it's one of those things where I think they can get healthy and they'll be fine. Um, and the thing is, when you're scoring forty points, you can allow 25, 30 points a game. Yeah. It's just you, you no one wants that because you don't want to make your offense score that many points. Yeah. That's true. But yeah, uh, the Rams offense, though, is just so good. Yeah. I mean, I would say they're the best in the league. I don't. Do you think the Chiefs are better, Sean? Uh, I think the Rams defense is a lot better, and I think their offenses are pretty comparable. So I'd probably say the Rams are probably better. Okay. Well, what about just straight offense? You think which one would you say is better? Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Mahomes has a a bigger upside. So I guess I think the Rams have more explosive offensive talent. I guess the the or the Rams. I said I meant the Chiefs. Sorry, I'm taking that. (laughs) The Chiefs have more besides Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley is better than um. Uh, Cream Hunt, yeah, Cream Hunt. But Mahomes' upside is, I feel, so much more higher. And he has a fucking arm, and then Goff. Not that Goff's bad, but and then I'm not a fan of Tyree Kill, but that man is fast. <laughs> and I I like yeah. the Chiefs receivers more than I like the Rams receivers, which aren't some of the Rams receivers. They got hurt, didn't they? Yeah, Cooks and Cup had concussion. I think they're both back now, though. At least uh, Cup is or Cup is back. Cooks yeah. got like, I don't know how that thing didn't get flagged. From my yeah. angle, it looked like it was a dirty hit um, yeah. that knocked him out. So I'm a, I was a little upset up there about that hit. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I, I see people's arguments with the Chiefs. Like, they have Kelsey, who like is a p- person the Rams don't have like an argument against. Oh yeah, um, like. Hill, you could argue, like, you have Brandon Cooks. Like, they're similar players. Um, yeah. Sammy Watkins, Robert Woods. I watched them both last year. Robert Woods is a better receiver. Um, yeah. I like Gurley over Hunt, but, like, the Mahomes thing is really tough to argue right now because he's displaying everything you want that, like, people thought he would have with yeah. none of the downsides so far. Yeah. So it's tough to argue against him. Yeah, a little slower. So, I don't know. I still will take Rams because of, what was that? He had a little slower week this last week, so maybe he'll hit that rookie wall. But I think even if he hits it, he's still going to be an above-average quarterback. Yeah, I mean, everything he's displaying is he's going to be a great quarterback for a long time. Yeah. Um, I just have more faith in the Rams' offense as a whole, partially because I think Gurley, like you said, Gurley is so much better than – everybody else compared to their counterparts on the other yeah. side. So, I know because Gurley's been uh, producing for one of my fantasy teams. <laughs> is he, Speaking of fantasy, is he the le- leading points guy in um, fantasy football? I could give me like a few seconds and I will look it up. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking because he has like the most touchdowns in the league. I'm sure he has close to like 600, 700 all-purpose yards. Uh, da, 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 da. Just give me. I'm almost I mean, there. While, while you're looking this up. Yeah. Um, another person I was really impressed with, though, was actually the Seahawks offensive line in that game. Really? Yeah. Which is something going into it, I think no one thought they would say. Yeah. Um, there was one play where one of their guards pancaked Indomitian Sue. And the crowd went crazy. Oh, I'm sure. It, uh, I mean, it also happened to be a touchdown, so I'm sure that helped. Um, yeah. 
I'm sure the crowd didn't like erupt just for that, but like there were people around me who saw it and were like, "Oh yeah, pancake <laughs> block." Yeah, that's great. Um, here I looked it up. He is besides he's the oh, top overall non-quarterback point getter. Quarterbacks okay. are ahead of him. At least in one of my leagues, I'll look in the. I'm in a couple PP. This is in a non PPR league. Uh, I think this one is a. I don't know if he would be in PPR. He he gets a lot of catches, but not enough to like offset the receiving people. Yeah. So there are people on like pace to like break the receiving records right now. Yeah, because I mean they just can. It's the the offense is just so more opened up right now. <laughs> Which is crazy because, like, this time last year, people were like, oh, the offense is like, it's gone back to like running the ball more, yada, yada. Yeah. And now well, it's like every the, quarterback. I think the NFL realized they needed to make games more exciting. And the only way you do that is by scoring a lots and lots of points. But they really didn't change much. They just changed like the uh, like catch rule. It's the only like big rule I remember them changing. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. I mean, it's. Isn't that much different? He is Todd Gurley is in third in the non PPR league. He is behind Saquon and Alvin Kamara. Oh, really? I guess I Alvin Kamara. I could see. I didn't realize Saquon Barkley was doing that well. He's also played one more game though. Uh, yeah, Saquon's been great. I have him on another team, and he's he's been solid. He's one of the few bright spots for the Giants um, since and Eli Odell. is trash and Odell's just uh, has interviews with Little Wayne. Just buy him for some reason. <laughs> That's awesome. Anytime Little Wayne can get in the uh, conversation, kudos to him. Kudos. Kudos to Little Wayne. Um, oh, wait, before, before we move on, what, yeah. this just brought up something I remembered. They're, they were doing an interview like during the game, like, pre-taped interview with one of the players and they asked him about some music and they're like, like, so uh, like, what's your favorite? I think they like said like, what's one of your favorite songs? To, like go dance into or something like that. And he, it was like George Strait. And then they were just like, uh, all right. So uh, what's the was first the, album? you? Have? Was what? this the punter or what? <laughs> no, no, no. no, I don't. He was definitely like a receiver. I think. Oh, yeah. um, I think he actually scored some touchdowns that game. Uh, and they were like, uh, so like, uh, what what's your first CD you ever bought? And he's like, um, I think it's Drake. And so like, just from there you're going from George straight to Drake. He's like, all right, Drake's kind of interchangeable. Then they're like, so what do you listen to to like get pumped up for a game? He's like, Lil Wayne. Oh gosh. <laughs> so it's like the dude in this one interview went from George Strait to Lil Wayne yeah. with a little Drake in between. That's something. Yeah, <laughs> it was just funny. Wow. All right. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, geez. Uh, I can tell you who the... Um, is, uh, uh, nope, I'm not going to do a segue like that. I was going to say who's who's the Drake of the NFL right now, but I don't know who. <laughs> um, any quick thoughts? I just, I'm looking at the standings here. I didn't realize the Bengals are leading their division that they're 4-1. I guess I didn't realize they were that good. I think yeah. we both, though, in the preseason thought they'd be okay. Yeah. I'm shocked uh, because last year was not great, and they still brought back Marvin Lewis. But they look like they're like in the top five, I think, for highest-scoring offenses, which is crazy. I don't know if they have a new Dude, the, o- o- coordinator this year or something. I don't know. The Red Rocket, man. He's coming out to play. A Red Rocket, baby. I know AJ Green's been good this year. They have a couple. There's um this receiver named Boyd. Last name is Boyd. It's something like T. Yeah, Tyler Boyd from Tyler Boyd. He's been great. Um, so maybe that's why they're just offense is working better. I don't even know who they're running. Oh, isn't there? No, Joe Mixon's been hurt. Right? Well, he's played. He's played a lot though. Oh, yeah. Um, it's like him and I think Bernard started one game for him. Okay. So. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, so, yeah. And the Browns, two wins, baby. Uh, Dude, they should be 5-0. and They should be undefeated. Their coaches. 
I I will say Hugh Jackson, I don't think is a good coach. <laughs> so I actually read something this week where some yeah. guy was talking to like some NFC executive. Yeah. And they're like, if I were the Browns, I would re-sign him. Cause like he's held that he's like the perfect coach for like their argument was he's the perfect coach to hold the team together while they were losing. And now like moving forward, they're they're gonna be good. I just don't. I don't know if I agree with that though, because it seems like their development is horrible. Yeah. Like they, you'll see, like high high round draft picks are really good, like a year down the road somewhere else. They're they're just like they stall out. Yeah. And nothing happens. I mean, so far this year, it's been like Miles Garrett has been great, and I mean Baker. I I will say I was not a big fan of Baker, um, but he seems to actually be a competent quarterback in the league. And he wants to be there, so that's good. Yeah, they they have talent. It's just, I mean, you you should when you have that many first round draft picks. Yeah, um, it's just they seem to like. I don't know. It is. Yeah, they're two, two, and one. I think they've been to what three overtimes this year already. <laughs> yeah, like, and that's insane. They should definitely at least have four wins. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think. Their their defense is really good. Their offense can be hit or miss, and that's usually I think that's why they're always like tied. I mean their points their point differential is one point. So obviously they aren't killing teams, but they aren't getting killed. Yeah. And I mean, if you think about it, that makes more sense. Cause like where are their studs at? They're on the yeah. defensive side. Like yeah. really on the offense you have Baker Mayfield and Jarvis Landry. Yeah. And a bunch of like average players after that. I guess their O line is okay too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so yeah, that's been a a good surprise there. Uh, AFC East, Patriots and Dolphins Patri- are tied. I mean, that's Patriots are back. They're gonna yeah. win it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the AFC South. Oh, we need to look this up. Uh, I will look this up while we're talking about this. Uh-huh. Our, our bet. I because. Man, Deshaun Watson is not doing me any favors this year. <laughs> you say that, but Marcus Marriott has been just as bad. <laughs> so it might be just that we both had terrible picks. I think you're uh, – what do you – you picked him to be MVP, right? Yeah, and you picked – because I picked him, you said Deshaun Watson was going to be MVP. <laughs> I think we're going to be wrong. I don't know. I mean, so here's the thing. They both only, like, have lost, what, two or three games, I think, each? Uh yeah, Titans have lost two, and te- uh, the Texans have lost three. Yeah, and here here's the also problem here. Marks Mariota missed like a game and a half because it's like he couldn't feel his throwing hand. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, whatever you know, just gets hit and can't feel his hand. He should still play. Yeah. All right. So there, I'm slowly pulling this up right now. So while while you're filling this out yeah. looking this up um is it surprising to you how bad the nfc south is because it is to me i yeah i i it is it is kind of surprising i didn't think they're gonna be i mean i thought the colts they're one and four right now and i'm kind of surprised that they're one and four i thought they'd be you know a little better than that yeah i thought andrew luck would at least will do a few more games yeah so. And then the Texans. The Texans haven't looked good this year. Yeah. And then the Titans and Jags are like hot and cold like none other. Yeah. The the Texans, I thought Deshaun Watson, he has not kept up with his pace from last year. Um which uh I thought he would. And yeah. I mean the Jaguars, I still think the Jaguars are pretty much who they were <laughs> last year. Like their defense is really good, but like Blake Bortles, like if he falls behind in a game, they're just fucking screwed. Well, even, yeah, it's not only even that. It's just like if he just falls behind and forgets how to throw a football. Yeah. Which seems to happen every now and then. All right. Here we go. Here is Marcus Mariota's stats or touchdowns and interceptions. He's thrown two touchdowns this year. And uh, he has four interceptions. <laughs> How many rushing? How many rushing touchdowns he had? Oh Jesus! Um, he has one rushing touchdown. Okay, so he's negative one right now. Not good. 
All right. And Deshaun Watson has eight touchdowns and five interceptions. How many rushing? Um, one rushing touchdown. So he's plus four. So yeah. uh, I'm losing by five touchdowns. So yeah. uh, good luck. But winning, I don't know if Mariota's going to make that up. <laughs> he's winning by one one win, though. I'll take that for now, even though it doesn't matter for the bet. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. That bush light, man. Let's see who gets that bush latte. I got, uh, I got some faith in Marks Mariota, which, fun fact, didn't know that dude's younger than I am. Still younger than I am. Yeah. Lucky you. There's too many people younger than me already. <laughs> uh, all right. So we kind of talk about the NFC West. Uh, the NFC South, the Saints are 4 and 1, the Panthers are 3 and 1. I didn't realize the Falcons are one and four. God, they're terrible. <laughs> Their defense is terrible. It looks like they've given up 163 points. Who who was that again? Sorry, the Falcons. Yeah, their their defense is not good. Not even close. Yeah. They, those two injuries they had, or the three injuries they had, just ruin their defense. Yeah. Yeah, they're not good, Jameis. Uh, Winston is starting for the Bucks. Well, Fitzmagic ran out after four weeks, which is not surprising. He always does that. He always does really well. And then I don't know if defenses remember who he is and figure him out again, but like it just comes crashing back to earth. Yeah, they're, they're sitting out there like, oh, wait, no, we're playing Ryan Fitzpatrick, right? Oh, we, we can beat him, actually. Yeah. He's not that good. Yeah. Um, did, did you see his one quote that he said after he got benched? No. Like, so, like, someone asked him, like, oh, are you surprised you got benched? He's like, no, not really. I was either going to be the league MVP or get benched. So, <laughs> I, knew, I knew I was probably going to get benched. That's great. Um, so, kudos to that dude for knowing, knowing his role. Knowing his role, baby. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Saints and Panthers, that's not too surprising for me. I think we both kind of thought they'd be good. Yeah. Um. I think you're right. Like you said, though, I think the only thing surprising is how bad the Falcons will be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess they'll, I didn't They'll probably be the worst team in the division. It's looking like it. Um, not great. Uh, the NFC East, the Eagles are definitely worse than I thought they would be. I didn't think they, they're only three and three. Um, I thought they'd be a, like, I didn't think they'd be 500 yet. And maybe they'll turn it around. Um but the uh, the Redskins are two and two, which is kind of right behind them. Which somehow the Redskins have been outscored more than they've scored, and they're two and two. The Redskins are a team that I don't think I've heard anything about besides Adrian Peterson is their starting running back, and he's okay. Yeah, no, there isn't much out of there. I, I think Alex Smith had a really bad game one game. Uh, the typical. The Cowboys, I don't know. I think they've been great. The Giants have been worse. Uh, I think this might be Eli Manning's last stand, finally. It looks like it definitely should be, if it's yeah. not for sure. It should be. I remember everyone got so upset when, when uh, their coach last year benched him. Uh, and now it's looking like almost he might have been right. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things like, yeah, maybe he should have just not played anymore. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. John, is this the most boring division in football? I think so. None of the teams. I mean, the Eagles, if they're like, actually, if their offense is operating good, they'd be fine. But their running backs are all hurt. Uh, So that's kind of like, I think, what's stifling them. But yeah, everyone else in that division, I have no reason to want to watch them. Yeah, it's just. It's bad football and not interesting storylines. It's not like Brown's bad football where it's kind of yeah. interesting. It's just bad. Yeah, it's bad and boring football. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that leaves the last division, which is the NFC North, um, which the Bears, I did not think this at all. The Bears are leading the division at 3-1. and one. I don't think they'll be there at the end of the year. I, I still have no faith in their offense. Yeah, I 
Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, their their defense is great. It looks like they they might be the best defense in. Yeah, they, they have the teams that scored the least against their defense, so that's definitely helped them. But yeah, I cannot see Mitch Trubisky just leading the way. But I guess they did it with Rex Grossman that one year. <laughs> that was a different league back then. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. I don't think the Bears will stay on top, but Jesus, the neither the Packers, Vikings, or Lions—they all don't seem to know how to like play that well. <laughs> the Vikings' defense is surprisingly bad. I didn't think their defense would be so bad this year. Yeah, that's the surprising part about them. Like, I guess no everyone thought like, oh, maybe the offense could be okay, but like. They didn't think it'd be bad. They didn't think it'd be awesome. But they thought their defense was going to keep them in games, and their defense has not been good. No. That was not great. And the Packers is exactly who what everyone thinks. It's Aaron Rodgers and just a bunch of schmucks. <laughs> so, Which I guess I'm following them well enough because I didn't realize they weren't, like, good. I thought they were good. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers had been winning for them. Apparently not been the case. Yeah. And the Lions, who actually beat the Packers, um, and I guess, like, this is, like, I thought the stat was something like this is the first time they beat the Packers, like, three times in a row since, like, 1990. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I can believe it. But they're, I don't know. I don't know who. I honestly do not know who's going to win that division. Like, any of those four teams could win at this point. I still think the Vikings are the best team in the division. Like, their defense is playing bad. They have so many all-pro caliber players over there. Yeah. I don't know how they can stay that being that bad. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You have any other thoughts on the NFL? Um, I would just – I heard this brought up on a podcast the other day, like how awesome it would be, and I would love to see this, if the Rams play the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Hey, Ken. Yeah. Um, and yeah, McVay versus Belichick would be the coolest match in the world. Did I probably just jinx the Rams? Probably. Yeah, you probably I don't just care. Rams Patriots rematch. Uh, that'd be something. Back it'd be from... something I've been wishing for since I was six years old. Six. Uh, I don't know. I I don't think the Patriots are gonna. Did I probably pick them? But I I don't know. I guess Andy Reid will probably screw it all up again like normal, but. I'd really like to see the Chiefs, Chiefs or Rams play each other. That'd be fun, too. I just don't like the narrative as much. Yeah, I get it. Well, I got a narrative for you. The narrative What's of me that? playing the narrative of me playing Fortnite of being atrocious at this game. <laughs> oh, man. Story of Sean getting beat by a bunch of 14-year-olds. I, yeah, that's the thing about it is... I hadn't played online video games since like Call of Duty when I like probably like almost seven or eight years ago was the last time I like was actively online playing video games. And it hasn't changed a bit with annoying motherfuckers that are just <laughs> like little kids that are on there screaming into the mic. Um or like I was playing or like, you know, rap music or something you can just hear in the background. One guy I played with, he was a grown up. I was playing Fortnite. I was on his team or something. And he <laughs> he's like, hey, guys, uh, I'm playing, but I'm just I'm outside my apartment smoking a cig right now, watching through the window playing. <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> Jesus, why are you in the game? Just take a, take a, your cigarette and then just jump into the next one. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that is insane. I was like, man, people are so crazy. I don't know. But yeah, there's definitely... There's definitely still been all the like little fucking little twerps on there that are like little kids like, hey guys, who's on my team? Are you on my team? Like stuff like that. And it's like, <laughs> this is so annoying. Um, so you've been playing have you been playing like the duos or the squads or you I've, going... I've kind of done it all. Uh at first I didn't realize there were different things. Like I'm ba- that bad at this, is that like it took me way too long to figure out it was always the same map. I didn't realize that. <laughs> I, and it took me a long time to realize, oh, I can change to different like modes. So I've kind of just been dabbling uh, yeah. 
and a, quite a few of them. I'm really bad. I've killed two people out of probably like the 15 times, 15, 20 games I've been at. That's all I've killed because I'm terrible at it. <laughs> uh, so I, I've been playing like the like 50 v 50 they have, which is fine. Oh, that's a thing. Yeah, it's like a newer mode. I don't think it's there. Like it's a limited time. Um, so it's just 50 v 50 and it's just once you're dead, you're out of the match. And it's like whatever team kills the first team the most. Um, recently they just added the other day, this <laughs> kind of like a capture the flag, uh, mode, but it's because it's Fortnite. You dance to capture the flag. You have to do your dance moves to capture the disco ball. It's insane. <laughs> um, it was pretty fun. That one you didn't, once you died, you just respawned, which I'd like more because then I could actually like kill more people. Like that's the reason I hate it. Like I don't, I enjoy, I don't enjoy it as much as call of duty. It's like, usually you just die. And then it's like, well, I'm done. I, and like, you could have spent like 15 minutes, like not seeing anyone. And then you walk into one person's view and you're just dead. Yep. Yeah. It's very, uh, very tough to get good at in my opinion, that game. Yeah. Cause for that exact reason, like, there's very few interactions with people. And if you're not good, you die. Yeah. And that's like the other night I played like the single mode where it's one versus everyone. And I was, um, Oh, how did it work? I, I, I like survived because I didn't, I literally was just hiding from everyone and I'd slowly make my way into the, <laughs> the, the area without the storm. So I think I got into the top 10. Like, that's how far. But once I had to, like, start fighting people, I got owned right away by the first person I saw. Like, And it's always so weird. Like, I have not figured this out, where how people can shoot their gun and build stuff at the same time. Blows my mind. Like, for me, it's like I have to stop my character, like, hit a button, look around, and I'm like, what thing do I want? It's so crazy. Oh, yeah. I, I have yet to be able so I- I haven't played in a while, but when I played, I had, I have yet to been able to build anything in that game. Yeah, I I I think it would be more fun if I was playing with people I knew too, like doing the like team mode or whatever. Because when you don't know anyone, it's I mean it's it's kind of fun, but it's not as fun. It's the same as like when I played Call of Duty. Um, I will say one time I joined this random. I did the team mode where you have three teammates and then. Once we found each other, they were like, I don't know, they did something. They weren't dancing. They just like stood still and then put their arms out. And I didn't know how to do that. So I just started dancing and then they started dancing. And we, <laughs> it was like one of the funniest moments. And then like we survived quite a long time. And we, when we were running to, you know, get to certain places, we'd stop occasionally, just start dancing. And that was it. It was fun. I don't know. I can see how the game's addicting. Uh, but I'm just, but it's so hard. It's not like Call of Duty where if you just kind of consistently play it, you'll get yourself to at least be average. Like this, you just die right away. So it's like, how can I learn to like kill people? Yeah, it's it's hard. I'll, I'll admit it, it's hard. Yeah. Um, Sean, maybe we can play together and we'll just die together all the time. All right, we're doing <laughs> okay. that. You want to do it? You want to do it today for a little bit? I might as well. We'll see if the internet works well enough. We'll try it. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have any other thoughts on Fortnite or video games? I mean, you mentioned we've mentioned Call of Duty a few times, and the new one just came out apparently. Yeah. Um, did you didn't know about this either? Correct that it came out this early? No, I. Someone had said something about the beta, but. I was like, yeah, that comes out, you know, before all that stuff. But then as the actual game came out, I believe yesterday it would have been. And um, yeah, I was surprised. I was like, holy crap. I didn't know, um, you know, <laughs> it's coming out because normally it comes out in November, um, which I guess it didn't come out because there are other video games are coming out that time, which I assume it's like Red Dead, but I'm sure there's other video <laughs> games. Yeah, this is the one where they tried, like, copying Fortnite, too, where they have, like, a free-for-all, right? Yeah. And then isn't there, like, they didn't do a campaign or something like that? Really? I didn't know that. I think at one point they said that. I don't know if they actually went through with it. I hope they didn't, because that was the best part about Call of Duty was the campaigns. <laughs> campaign was, like, 30 minutes long. Just running through. 
blasting people. And it was more than 30 minutes. It was like an hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> if you were good. If you're good. I don't know. I'm not going to buy it. I, that you have to pay online for. That's what took me so long to play Fortnite is I thought you had to pay to play online and I didn't realize that. And then um, we don't. So that's why I can play Fortnite. See, that's the whole reason I haven't played it for like six months because I, I ran out of my like uh, PlayStation Plus. And I was like, oh, I can't play no more. Yeah. Turns out I could have. No, you can play Fortnite. Um, that's the thing. I would probably still, I would definitely play Call of Duty if it was free online. Like, I would definitely play it because it's just yeah. like that's, the thing I like about Fortnite is I can just jump in and play like a game if I just want to kill some time, like relax for a little bit and then just be done. And you can hop out after that game. Like, it's not like other video games yeah. like Red Dead or Grand Theft Auto where it's like you could dive into that for two hours. Yeah. Think about those games, though, is you can kill a lot of time and it not seem like a lot of time compared yeah. to like Fortnite and Call of Duty. If you play it for like more than like an hour or two, you're like, this is too fucking much. <laughs> That's true. That is a long time. All right. Um, I think that's it, Jordan, unless you have anything else. No. Shout out to the guy that uh, Sean's other co-host pissed off, the old man. Um, shout out to him. I'll be your friend. Listen to our <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Uh, are you talking about the Eli Dunn one or what guy, old guy, are you talking about? Yeah, yeah that, that guy, that guy, uh, the Eli Dunn fan, fan of Eli Dunn. Yeah, I don't know. What a weirdo. All right, well, Jordan, um, we'll talk after this, see if we want to go play some Fortnite. And, um, yep, that's all you got. Any last words? No, if we do play together, we'll definitely update everybody next time on how all we right. did. All right. I feel like it's not going to be great. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Pander and Talk. If you want to learn more about Sean, you can go to his Twitter handle at at Sean Dangler. And for Jordan, well, he doesn't have Twitter, so maybe friend him on Facebook.